The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion <laughs> pop culture and entertainment let's cut fix this a little bit so ron's head's not cut off oh cut my head off oh, and uh let everybody know go you guys if you're watching live on uh, youtube i think youtube's having some problems and so uh we put a facebook link to watch it on facebook so go to facebook and watch it everybody um it's going to be a fun show today we got some really great guests uh we have actor a british actor uh, Bobby Marno coming on. You guys know him from Game of Thrones, and then we have uh, Michael Damien and Janine Damien, and they have the number. They had the number one movie in the world on Netflix, uh, Falling for Christmas, and they're good friends of ours. We haven't seen them since before COVID, so we're excited to have them on. Yes, we are. Hey, it's gonna oh, be a good show. Good. We look good. I'm always looking good. You know, I feel good. I've cut sugar out, as we know, and I've I'm eating healthy, uh, sleeping better. Uh, I, I guess what everybody's been saying all these years about toxic food and chemicals in our food and processed food and bullshit food and make-believe cheese and make-believe meat, it does harm you. The body doesn't understand it. It says, what is this crap you're putting in me? I have to process and digest it, and it makes you ill. So, yes, I feel good. I look good. I'm energetic, and it's all due to proper eating. So I have to, hey, Juan, real quick, I have a question for you. Uh, is there a chat room on Facebook or no? Is there a way to do a chat room? Like we can see what people are there or we can't? Let me know. Uh, you can let me know in the chat room if you want. Uh, there we go, in the, in the private chat, and I can look at it and see. In the meantime, everybody, uh, he says yes, so I got to figure out how to do it. All right, so I know B. Claudia is going there. Boomer Mays is here. Don Hinton is here. Lady Lake Music, who said Christine McVie died, which is terrible. And uh, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, um, which is sad. And um, I'm going to try to figure it out. In the meantime, uh, Ron's going to tell you what we did this weekend. What did we do? I don't know. Yeah, we didn't do a whole lot. We put up the Christmas tree. We put our Christmas tree up, which is a big <laughs> deal. But uh, actually, we, we went shopping. We did a lot of stupid stuff. Nothing really important, which is good. You know, I like doing stupid stuff, not always important stuff. So what did we do for the weekend? Um, I gave the dogs a bath. I mean, really, you know, we live a very normal life as well as this crazy life that we live on television and with our friends. Uh, Friday, we're going to the movie oh, pre go. premiere of The Beast Inside or The Beast Within. What's the title of that movie? The Beast Inside. The Beast Inside, a movie that Jimmy produced with Eileen Shapiro. They both produced this film. And that's the reason why we're going, for no other reason, 
except that they produced it. I like um, what else? We have we have Christmas parties coming up. We have a, we're going to have a party at our house. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming up in the weeks to come. We'll have more exciting stuff to report to you. But right now, life is good. You know, we're doing our home thing, and uh, it feels good to be home and not always out running around like crazy people. I know, isn't that right, true? Jimmy? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I enjoy my downtime. You know, I did gardening, and I oh, I washed all the furniture out on the patio because we had a windstorm, and it went berserk, and sand was all over as usual. Okay, so talk for a minute because I'm trying to get talk in the chat room. What am I going to say? You're trying, I know, what, what, you're trying you? to get in the chat room? No, you, I'm trying to figure out how to. Yeah, I can, I'm not logged into the chat room on this computer. I don't know my login. What, what happened to YouTube? It's just, YouTube's just not working. YouTube, uh, YouTube, I love YouTube. I know. It better work. I look at more things. This is the reason why I, I became healthy because of YouTube. I was watching this Dr. Mandel. Mandel. And I really liked everything he said on YouTube. You should look at him. He tells you about your liver, your kidneys, your heart, your arteriosclerosis, your diabetes, your everything there is to know about the human body in different shows, of course. And they're very, very informative and very much in layman terms. So you understand what he's talking about. He doesn't get really, you know, doctorish with all the doctor crap. Uh, and he tells you point blank out what foods not to eat. And he tells you what foods to eat. So I would go on YouTube and look at all of the doctor shows. There's one guy from Cornell University. He's a professor up there. And I like, I forgot his name, but I was watching him do a lecture to the students that are going to be doctors at Cornell. And, you know, Cornell University is one of the best in the world. And I learned a lot from that doctor about a toxic, 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 hello, What's the word? Toxicity? Toxicity. How do you say that? Toxicity? That sounds wrong. Anyway, about toxic, if you're you're toxic. Actually, I think it's working on YouTube, you guys. Oh, YouTube. I I think it's actually working on on YouTube. Hey, uh, Juan, I think it's working on YouTube because, like, I I, I see people talking on there. Oh, no, it's not working, but people are all talking there. Okay. I got it. Okay. All right. Anyway, yes, toxic. So... So, um, toxic, toxicity, that's the word, toxicity, I think it is a word, toxicity. My little baby is scratching at me because he wants to come up. Come on, Astro. Let's go. Up. Yeah, I know you like to be on. Come here. Turn him up. I got to grab you. He likes to be on television. He's a snob. You're a TV snob. Look at you. You think you're a star. Say hello to everybody out there. Astro, say hello. Astro. Anyway, this is Astro. All right, I can't worry about this, you guys, because I gotta like talk. But I I don't know where I'm watching this, so I only see Teresa saving the stuff on don't Daniel you love Bell. Make, don't you love making out? With so I don't girl. know how to like uh, get it all. But I love to we're on out. Facebook and we're also on private chat on YouTube, and I don't know what to tell you because I can't figure out uh, how to do it. But you can Astro see comments here. Seven, you have two Astro. tabs: private. Oh. Okay, so all the comments are coming. All the comments come through YouTube here in the chat. Perfect. All right, so Don Hinton is here, and uh, B. Claudia is here. Hey, everybody. We're going to have a good time with you guys today. I'm looking really forward to it. Um, we also – I don't know if Diane made it or not, but we hopefully she'll make it. Diane mcclure Repetto will be in the chat room. Um, lots of cool stuff going on. We've got Christmas parties and Christmas parties next week 
And so things are going really well, and we're having a good time. Look at Astro, huh? For those of you out there, this is a bundle of joy. This is the greatest lover. What a comfort. He makes our house round and sound and beautiful. So please go to your local rescue and rescue a little baby like this for Christmas. Bring him home. Let him enjoy your family, your Christmas tree, and getting food from under the table when you sneak it through. We love him so much. And we want to welcome Cindy, Cindy Lady Lake back. Um, she was, you know, affected this, by the hurricane. The we love, haven't seen her. Wait, say get. hi to Cindy. I'm in the middle of making out. I know. Hey, no, no, no. Cindy, I know. Well, you have out. his ass in my face. Hey, Astro. <laughs> hey, Cindy. I'm making out with my dog. You know, you, you can excuse me. You got to, like, love it. So it's all good, you guys. So uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Uh, we want to say you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And um, thanks, B, for helping everybody find the, the new place to go to watch everything. We want to welcome everybody. We hope everybody had a fabulous Thanksgiving. We had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, my daughters really did a beautiful job. They kept the table dressing very simple. You know, they, my daughter, Leslie, was with Michael Coors years ago when we lived in Pennsylvania. And uh, Michael wanted her to be one of his table dressers. And my daughter dressed a table at the Lalique building in New York City, and it was one of the winner tables. So my daughter, Leslie, is fabulous at dressing tables. She knows everything about china, crystal, silver, sterl, everything. But this Thanksgiving, they did a simple, uh, elegant uh, plate setting. It was just wonderful. And the turkey was delicious, but we ate healthy. We all had like the sweet potatoes with the, with the marshmallows that we love. We took the marshmallow off as we ate it. And we had one corn fritter each, lots of turkey and vegetables and salad. And we were full. We weren't hungry. And we ate well. And everybody's losing weight. My daughter Leslie's lost weight. My daughter Deirdre, Jimmy and I, we're getting healthy. That's how you do it. Now, Christmas, we're also going to eat healthy by minimizing the amounts of food that we normally used to eat years ago, which nobody eats like that anymore. Those days are gone. Absolutely. And yes, yeah. Cindy said they're so tal talented. And yes, they are. And Don said the Who home said that? Cindy said the girls are so talented. Yeah, they really are. You know, I mean, you know. And Don I, said their home is beautiful, which is true. Their they home have is a beautiful. lovely home. I just wish they had husbands in the home. You know, they live together. And that's what's wrong. I think if they lived apart, they would be lonely and they would want husbands. But my daughters get along so well. They're the best of friends and they love each other intensely. Uh, you know, when my wife was uh, gone with the wind, we never saw her. She took a powder and never came back until she died. And we, we never even saw her before she died. My daughters didn't have a mother for 30 something years, 40 years. And Leslie, the older daughter became Mom to Deirdre. So I think in a lot of ways, they're sisters as well as mother and daughter. Yes. <clears throat> does that explain it? Yes, it does. It's absolutely cool. You see, everybody has a little bit of garbage in their life. I'm not the only one. Yeah. Oh, we want to welcome Howard Wiggins, too. Howard Wiggins is watching. I see him on one of these things, so I don't know which one. But hey, Howard. Hey, Howard's Howard. part of the Brian Sebastian movie reviews and more. He's an actor, and I was on the show yesterday, you guys. It's on YouTube. Uh, on Top 4 TV, so you can check that out. We had a good time yesterday. I think we could probably bring our first guest on. You ready? I'm ready. All right, everybody. Now we're going to welcome to the show. Let's make sure we can see him in here. And Juan's going to bring him in, you guys. 
so funny because I feel like I'm looking at three different things to keep up. Hey, Bobby. Hey, hey Jimmy. An Astro. Hi, Astro. Hey, you score? What did he say? He said, hey, Jimmy. Hey, Ron. Hey, Astro. Hey, Astro. You're about to We're not used to your accent, so we have to get used to it a little bit before. Let me. I'll, I'll, I'll try and speak slowly so uh, I, I don't confuse you too much. There you go. So let's do a proper introduction. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, director, producer, and writer, Bobby Marno. Hello and welcome to the show. And he's in the UK, you guys. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Thanks for the invite. I love it. And we want to thank Diane McClure Repetto. You guys, Diane, everybody knows Diane. She actually introduced us um, to, and uh, and he came on the show. So we're happy to have you. And what's it's like eight o'clock at night for you, right? It is, yeah, yeah. Quarter past eight uh, in the evening here at the moment. Is it cold? Um, not, it's not too bad. It gets a lot colder. It's about, <laughs> it's about, it's about nine degrees Celsius at the minute, which isn't bad for this time of year. I like love You know it. what? I hear a Scottish accent. Scottish? Are you Scottish? Uh, no, the Northern Irish. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, it, it can, Northern can be Irish. similar, yeah. Oh, so you live in the UK, but you're actually Irish. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. His, his accent. Is, you know, I travel those parts. I have a very good friend of mine, James Jessup, who lives in Lancashire. And, you know, it's not far up from Lancashire to get to... Um, Scotland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's a beautiful country up there. My God, I we drove the lanes and the woods and the and the ocean. It was just stunning. Uh, he took me to where the pilgrims left uh, England to come to America. That little town, quite yeah. quite interesting. My daughter Deirdre just got back from Ireland and Scotland, and okay. she had a wonderful time, but she didn't find a husband. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for, real quick, say hi to the chat room. We got it's starting to fill up. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everyone in the chat room. Hi. We have a girl in the chat room named Don Hinton, whose husband uh, has a big full beard like you do. She says, "Nice beard." So, say hi to Don. She'll like love hi, it. Hi, Don. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> it's so much fun. So, let's do a little bragging. First of all, you guys, if you want to follow Bobby, he's on Instagram at Ram Productions NI. What does the NI stand for? Northern Ireland. Oh, Northern Ireland. Okay. See, I'm an idiot. I should have been able to figure that out. So, no, it's at. No, no, not really. We're American. We don't know that stuff. At, at Ram Productions <laughs> NI, you guys. And um, so, I guess you met Diane signing autographs at a convention, right? I did. I met Diane um, what, about two years ago now, two and a half years at. Um, Denver Pop Culture Con, I believe it was. Oh, that's fun. You know, yeah. you know, Diane is single. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. I'm married myself. And okay. She, oh, you're, mar you're married. You're married. Don't forget you. Okay. Do you have a friend that's single? <laughs> uh, I, I, I do. I've got a couple of friends that are single, yes. <laughs> well, well, why don't you fix Diane up? I, I, I'll have a word with them, yeah. Right. <laughs> she's very beautiful. She's, you know, what I love most about her is she's kind. And you must eat her chocolate. Her chocolate is by far the best. You know, she she does her own. She stuff. makes like fudge and candy. Uh, she and has her own candy line. And and I've eaten her before. I used to, when I did eat sugar, I no longer eat sugar. But I remember the day, and her 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 eating Diane's uh, chocolate was really good. Actually, we're, not, with that, but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed she never gave us any chocolate when we were in Denver with her now. 
Uh, you're going to tell her then. We'll tell, tell her. her. I'm sure she's her laughing. fudge is delicious. She'll bring you fudge. I, I know she's listening. I don't know if she's in the chat room because she said she was working. Uh, but say, let's say, say hi to Diane. That way she yeah, knows. Hi, there we go. So let's do some bragging. First of all, you have a great background. Uh, YouTube crapped out on us, and we didn't know because normally we have the show playing in the background. Uh, but you have great. Damien is the very first movie you ever did, right? That is indeed. Yeah, Damien was uh, our d- debut film. And, and Hope is the movie that you just completed that's you're looking we, for distribution that will be coming out soon. Yeah, we literally just finished um, post-production on Hope about two weeks ago. So uh, I, like yeah. it. I love it. So I read your bio online. I think it was on IMDb or someplace since we weren't familiar with you. And uh, I think it said you started out as like an, in the financial services. Uh, yeah. Like, financial yeah. services. And then you... You got uh, then you were in what movie were you in first? Uh, Dracula, Dracula Untold. Dracula Untold with Luke Evans. Charles Untold was my introduction to the uh, to the film industry. Yeah, and then you decided you wanted to be a filmmaker, and now you're like besides acting in other people's things, you're creating your own projects. And, and indeed, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that basically all came around um, at the end of Game of Thrones, um, but about two years ago, uh, and then COVID hit. And the industry sort of dried up and got very quiet, obviously, due to COVID. Um, so once restrictions were lifted uh, to keep ourselves busy, we decided to make a film. And that, that, that's how the sort of the writing, producing and directing started. Yeah, the, you because you're actually because you kind of like have risen through the ranks relatively quickly. And I guess the beard probably helps, you know, especially for like Game of Thrones. You know, we, we're together so often that you're starting to read my thoughts. My next question to him was, was, do you think your beard got you in Thrones? Because you look like you should be in Thrones. It did. did. I mean, originally, um, when I started out in Dracula Untold, it didn't have a beard. It was nice and clean shaven like you guys. Um, Dracula finished, did a few other small TV things. And um, the industry is very small in Northern Ireland. Um, So I, I, I was a fan of Game of Thrones first. And uh, spoke to a few people, and they were like, "Well, grow a beard, and um, you know, we'll see what we're gonna do." So, <laughs> oh no, you look, you look like the you look like, like that, a Viking. You look yeah, exactly. You look like a Viking without being a Viking. Right now, you look like a Viking. Like, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, no, oh yeah, absolutely. No, all, all you need is the tin hat with the horns. Yep, <laughs> I have one right here somewhere. Yeah, you have one. That's that I knew it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that, so you're married, right? Married indeed, yeah. Uh, you got kids? I have uh, four kids, yeah. Three oh, old. Wow. What? Are you a busy little guy? Four kids. How old four, are you? Four children? kids. Three, three of them have uh, grown up and um, flew the nest. Oh, you uh, have, they have a, a 12-year-old son still with us at the moment. I'm like, now, what, is, what does your kid think about Like, oh, my God, my dad was on Game of Thrones, only like one of the biggest shows like right. on HBO right. history. Right. <laughs> um, all, all, all the kids sort of find it a bit cringy, to be honest. Oh, do they really? You know, everybody says that. What? He yeah. said that, that the kids find it kind of cringy. You know why they do? Because it sets them apart from the other kids. And yeah. children, kid boys in, at, at certain ages don't want to be separate. They want to be one of the gang. And I was all, I, I hate being an, you know, I hate being one up. I hate people that do one up, you know, that he talks about something and you got to do one up. I think it stinks. But I was set apart because of my mother was an actress. My mother was a silent movie actress and she was a little nuts. 
I would have a party in the garden with all my friends and I put on, you know, rock and roll of the day and we would be dancing. Yeah. And next thing I know on the Victrola was Shahrazad, and my mother suddenly had scarves and began doing Salome's dance of the seven veils, like, like Gloria Swanson did. So kids thought she was nuts. And it made me very uncomfortable coming from a show business family. My sister was married to a movie producer. My father was a Hollywood and New York set builder and director. So I was never like the rest of the kids. Yeah, they're the yeah. they're all Italian kids. Their fathers were like salami makers or <laughs> salami or, or, makers. Or, or they, were, they, were, they were garbage men, you know, plumbers, things like that. And then yeah. they they came in our family, and here they are, big crazy, you know, theater people. We were like freaks. So I understand your child. Absolutely. So yeah. let's brag a little. For anybody who didn't see Game of Thrones, first of all, uh, uh, Bobby's in a bunch of episodes of it. <clears throat> Game of Thrones starred Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, Sophie Turner, which a friend of mine did a movie with her, Amelia Clark, Kit Harrington, Liam Cunningham, Maisie Williams, a great cast. How many seasons of that Game of Thrones are there? Do you know? Uh, there are eight seasons. Eight seasons of Game of Thrones, you guys. Yeah. And then I, I read someplace online, I think you're part of the Game of Thrones video game too. Is that true? Um, yes. Um, I, I wasn't even aware of that myself, to be honest, until, oh. <laughs> until I've seen it. <laughs> That's funny because I actually because I read that and I thought I was just because I was going to talk about that I was like how cool is that to be like in a video game so you're in it based on footage from the the actual yeah stuff. I mean I mean you know when when you're on set there's a lot of sort of um, 360 uh, scope scanning you know when you're in costume and that and then you know they basically do whatever they want with your with your image after that oh that's so cool so have you seen yourself in the video game or no I have yeah yeah did you like it did it look good. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad. Like I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you worked on any projects? Have you only worked on projects like in Ireland and the UK, or have you shot anything over here in the United States? Uh, no, it's all been sort of Ireland and the UK that I've worked on. Yeah. Where do they Where do they shoot into the Badlands? Uh, into the Badlands was down just outside Dublin in Ireland. Oh, that's see, I didn't know that. So, like, I didn't yeah. actually watch that show, but I know about it because. Uh, we have a friend who was on the show one time. I don't know if you'd say it. We have an acquaintance who was on the show one time, Stephen Lang, and he's in that. And yeah. uh, he's been on the show, and we went to a film festival and met him and hung out with him, and he was really cool. He's the greatest guy in the world. We yeah, got yeah, along yeah. so well. I mean, really, he's cool. He's not a homophobe. And he and I were dancing together, and he's just the warmest guy. And he's he, he just treats everybody like like an equal. He's, he's, I love Stephen Lang. He's one of my yeah. favorite interview people. I hope Absolutely. to have, I hope to have him on the show again. Now that there are so many films of his coming out. Avatar's coming out. Avatar, three of them he yeah. shot. <clears throat> and Stevie is just a great guy. Did you get to meet Stephen Lang or Nick? Uh, Frog? I, I, I didn't know. Uh, most of the stuff I did was with um, Daniel Wu and uh, Nick Frost. Okay. Yeah, Nick Frost is like, I'm a big fan of Nick Frost. Like, have you ever seen, um, Attack the Block, yeah, yeah. Like I, that to me, that's one of the greatest like horror movies that like n didn't make a big splash, but it really should have because I thought that, and I think Nick Frost is a genius. Yeah, Sean of the Dead would be one of my favorite ones of his. Yes, oh, absolutely. I like love him to death. I think it's perfect. So some of the other stuff, so I can brag a little bit for you. Um, you were in uh, Transformers: The Last Night, which had lots of big people: Mark Wahlberg, Josh Duhamel, John Turturro, Glenn Morshower. I, I have a movie I'm working on with Glenn Morshower, Stanley Tucci, Anthony Hopkins, Viking Destiny, 
with Terrence Stamp, Paul Freeman, and Martin Forn. Mary Queen of Scots. That's a TV series, right? No, it was a, a film with um, David Tennant and Margot Robbie, Guy Pierce, okay, yeah. Joe Outland, Sayors Ronan. Would I love to work with Terrence Stamp? What was he like? Um, did, did, was, did David Tennant? I'm primarily shot my scenes with. David Tennant is so Ron doesn't know who that is because he does not a Doctor Who guy. But David Tennant was okay. like Doctor Who. Who? David Tennant, the actor who's the star, the star of that. Yeah. He said he worked with. Uh, he's Doctor Who, like the Doctor Who. Right. Um, he didn't work with Terrence Stamp. He worked with oh. uh, you know in it. Yeah, I was in Home Depot uh, two weeks ago. You know where I ran into John Barrowman, who is. Okay. Do you know John Barrowman? Who he yeah, is? I'm aware of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, Johnny. He lives in our town. He doesn't live too far away. I invited him to our Christmas party. He and his, uh, I guess he, he's out, right? So you, he's out. He and his. I, I met John at one of them conventions. He was either at Denver or Reno. Yeah, he um, goes to a lot of. Yeah. He, goes, he goes to a mm -hmm. lot of conventions. That's actually our number one show ever. We had him on when we lived in Pennsylvania, and when when he came on on the camera, he had a blow up doll and he was making out with it, and uh, we got ten, we got ten million plays in one show. Uh, and there we were. I was in Home Depot. I forgot we're looking for a pipe or something. And he was looking for seed for his lawn. So I said, if only the people that knew us knew us this way. He said, right, Ron? He said, they'd never believe it. That arrow <laughs> is out looking for grass seed. And Ron Russ is out looking for pipe. <laughs> and I'm out looking for a, a, a piece of pipe. So then I, I also wrote down, you have a movie that you're working on called Ginger. So, and, and, and it has the same picture as the Damien one. Explain the Damien thing to us a little bit. That was your first, your film, right? Like you put it all together. Yep. Um, it was, um, it started off as a passion project. Damien did. Um, like I said, the industry was quiet, um, you know, during COVID. Yes. Uh, so uh, we wanted to do something to keep us busy. Um, had pretty much zero budget. Uh, so came up with the, the concept of um, making a, a found footage sort of mockumentary style film uh, with no expectations for it, um, but based it on what one of our friends, uh, Damien Seed, who uh, was also on Game of Thrones in the Night's Watch. Um, so, yeah, based it on Damien, um, based it on his actual true life. So the first part of the film is basically just myself interviewing Damien on his life, his, his, his work as a farmer. Um, I find the guy very interesting. And then we threw in the little twist that he's actually the leader of a uh, ginger cult. Who, uh, so ginger means like redhead? Yeah, uh, red, yeah redhead, okay. yeah. Redhead cult, okay. Okay. Because yeah. I know well, you have another movie called Gingers, you know, that yeah. you're like, working on. Yeah, it was basically, um, you know, on the back of the success of uh, Damien. I said we had no expectations for it originally. Made the film and thought, okay, what do we do with it now? Put it into some festivals and it started winning awards. See, Ronald um, like Ronald like, like this part because Gingers, which they haven't done yet, I guess it's in pre-production or they're working on it yeah. or putting it together. But guess who they have attached to it? Sam Jones, who's Flash Gordon. Oh God, Flash Gordon! <laughs> he loves Flash Gordon. I, I love. That's my favorite hero. The Buster Crab, nineteen thirty-six Flash Gordon. I grew up with him in the nineteen. 50s, 40s and 50s. I'm going to work with Sam Jones before I croak. I am. I've said that. And Jimmy's working on it. We're going to put Sam in a film that Jimmy produces, and I'm going to work with him. Um, 
he I think he's just I think he was a very underrated actor. Handsome yeah. as hell, very handsome. And uh, I just think that he was not handled properly. Yeah. And I and also Flash Gordon didn't do him good. Because he's always Flash Gordon. Did you see Ted, the Ted movies? I think he's oh, hilarious. Of course, yeah. He, he was great in Ted, yeah. So funny yeah. in the Ted movies. I freaking like love I would those. like Sam to come on our show. Didn't we know somebody that knew Sam? They gave me his like agent's phone number, but they said basically like he, I guess he, he goes to conventions like every freaking like weekend. So of the he, he is, he is the king of conventions, Sam. We met him. We, we met him in uh, Denver and Reno and uh, we were in a booth beside him and he pretty much took us under his wing, gave us some tips, took us out for dinner. We just um, found out. Sort of stayed in touch with him, yeah. That's cool, though. I love that. Go ahead, Ron. We just found out that our show went up again. We have over 5 million viewers now, and we're number 10 is the best show on Best air. celebrity interview podcast. Yeah. So Sam Jones should only want to come on our show. I mean, coming on our show is no little shit. We're not <laughs> yeah. one of these stupid little morons that think we can do an interview show. I've, I've been doing inter- – I've, I've – done over 4,000 celebrities in my day, and Jimmy as well. We're very well um, suited to do, to do what we do. Absolutely. And we handle our, our guests very well. Yeah. So, Sam Jones, get your down. ass on our show. <laughs> he was in and I'll, 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 I'll give you his details later, and you can um, get in touch with him. I love it. So, I, I like love it. So, so basically... Because you kind of have a mixture of everything. You kind of got some horror things in here. You got big action things because Into the Badlands is action. You got oh horror, horror and you got Viking and you've got period pieces. Like, do you have something that's your favorite to do? Like, if you had your choice, you know, and you could be like, you know, you could you be an action hero? Would you be a horror star? You just want to be a working actor? What is it that you wish you uh Just would to make like to money. Do? Make money. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, moving forward, um, you know, being behind the camera, more more sort of the production directing side. Okay. But, uh, you know, looking back, the, my most favorite things were were the action roles. Okay. You know, you know, when you're getting paid to sort of you know run around the field with a sword. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's hard to beat, yeah. So how big are you? How tall are you? Um, just just shy six foot. Okay, so you're a tall guy, and how much do you weigh? How tall is he? Uh, just under six foot. Oh, I, I would think bigger. Yeah, you look maybe that you could because you, you look like you sit tall. You look like I mean, you look really big. Like you could be like the next. No, you he know, sits. He sits tall. I'm six foot, and I sit low. But but you could be like the next Jason. My or height's Freddy. in my legs. Your height must be in your torso. <laughs> like you could be like a bearded Jason or Freddy or something, and that would be kind of cool because we haven't had a bearded serial killer yet. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. <laughs> no. No, well, not, not one of the famous ones, but yeah, I've not seen a famous in other ones. movies. That's right, not a famous yeah. one. I love it. So you have a new movie, Hope. There's always hope. I actually yep. saw the trailer for it. Uh, I didn't share it with anybody because uh, because because uh, you just sent it to me personally. But like, tell everybody what's that about. Uh, so Hope is um, based on a true story. So uh, one of their producers, um, a good friend, uh, Matt Ockerfeld, um, went climbing um, up along the coast in Ireland here. Um, by himself, which he shouldn't do, with no safety equipment, um, fell, damaged his uh, ankle, and it took him about six hours to crawl back to his car because he had no phone signal. Uh, so that was the that was the basis then for the uh, the, the story of hope. Um, so it basically follows uh, an adventure vlogger 
who's uh, working a mundane nine to five job uh, just to pay the bills. But her real true passion is um, going out and vlogging, doing these adventure activities. Has an accident while she's climbing. Um, she's in the middle of nowhere. And then obviously it's dramatized and she goes through these different ordeals uh, to make it back to civilization. Okay. Okay. It looks good. I mean, the trailer is shot really well. Um, and, uh, the trailer looks good. And, and, uh, once, once it actually comes out and you get it all ready to go, we'll like, uh, we'll help promote it for you. Cause I think it's really Jimmy, cool. Could you tell the engineer to get rid of the Ron star right where it is and put it somewhere else? Which because one? Astro's not on camera. Uh, you can't. That's where it goes. Why does it go there? Just hold him up higher. I sit up straight. I'm sitting up. <laughs> he sound, he sound asleep. Oh, just let him sleep then. He's fine. He's oh, fine. There, there you go. Oh, thank you so much. Now you see my little boy. And now we don't know who Look he is or anybody is. Okay. Anyway, you guys, we'll this is Bobby Marno. You should follow him on Instagram, Ram Productions NI for Northern Ireland. Thank uh, you. Um, so let's uh, – Let's talk a little bit about like like so like what made you decide to start doing this in the first place? You're a successful investor broker person, and then you you wake up one day and say, "Gee, I think I'm just going to like ditch this job that I probably made a lot of money, and I'm going to go try and be an actor." Um, it's it, it, it's a it, it is a good industry to be in for for money, but yes, yeah. um, I was at a point in my life where there's more important things than money. Um, it is a bit of a soul sucking sort of career, uh, and I was lucky enough. Uh, I'd, I'd signed up with an agency uh, when Game of Thrones started. Uh, they had an open casting for season two, um, so signed up with them. Heard nothing back, and then one day um, I was out with the kids and got a phone call saying, um, "Would you be interested in being a vampire in a in a new Universal uh, Pictures film?" So of course I was like, well, who 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 wouldn't want to be a vampire and follow me? Yeah, so <laughs> he wants to be a vampire too. Yeah. Like, you know what? I love. I've been working in film for sixty four years. I'm eighty two years old, so I've been around a long time. The only thing I hate about my business is I'm always looking for work. We're yeah. always unemployed. And that stinks. We could be unemployed for three months, and then suddenly four films come along. And then nothing for another year. It's really mind-boggling that you have to live this way. But yeah. it goes with the territory, as they say. That's it. So that, that, that was my introduction to the to the film industry, and sort of caught the bug, and um, haven't looked back since. And I've been I've been lucky enough to be kept busy enough. Yeah, I know that's terrific. So do you know like um, uh, Simon Bamford or Nicholas Vince or Barbara? What's her name? They're all like the the Cenobites in like the Hellraiser movies because they're all from the UK. Uh, yeah, yeah. I met them all over here a bunch of times, and uh, and they've been in the chat. They've been they've been all been on the show. <laughs> you know what question I love to? Well, you're Irish, but I love to ask the Brits is what do you think of Joan Collins? And I get the most wonderful answers. They're always funny as hell. I I asked one guest from England. I said. Uh, what do you say? What do you think about Joan Collins? He said, "Well, we're happy you got it now, and we don't we're <laughs> sick of her, you know." <laughs> and I love Joan Collins. I met her here in L.A. and stunning as they come. I mean, she was no chicken when I met her. She was up there and still a stunningly elegant, beautifully well put together woman. Could yeah. she be? She could be bitchy, but I think that's part of her charm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever met her? 
I have never met Joan Collins, no. You may. I'd like <laughs> to meet her. Well, I'd like to work with her. I think she would be fun to work with. You know, I would like to play a, a, a nasty person, and she's nasty, and we could see who could out-nasty each other. Would sell like crazy. I mean, it would make more money than anything. People don't like uh, happiness and love anymore. They like cruelty and evil and blowing up and death and stabbing and shooting and and. That's what he likes to play. That too. <laughs> yeah, I know that. But enough of it already. You know, during the 1940s, we had feel-good movies. You know, it was during the Second World War, and everybody yeah. under stress and strain. So the movies made you happy to take you away from what was going on. Man, but today in the world, the movies are duplicating what is happening nowadays. And it's it's just a, it's a bit exhausting to live life and then watch films that recreate life. Yeah. yeah. Where did you go? Jim. He's, he's ran away. I guess he had a pee. <laughs> you know that I mean that that was one of the one of the inspirations for wanting to make our own films as well is that you know it, it is the same mundane so, so sort of films that are being churned out at the moment you know so you know we wanted to make something different well we watched a movie last night and the only reason why we watched it they said it was a comedy well if this movie was a comedy then I must be getting the uh, wrong idea what comedy is. It was about a guy whose father teaches him to be a killer. And he is an assassin. He kills people for a living. And okay. the end of the film is he shoots his father to death and then he shoots himself to death. Where the humor was, I have no idea. But they called it a comedy. Right. So I think we've lost sense of time. You know, Mel... Mel uh, uh, Mel Brooks, is that who I want? Yeah, Mel Brooks did comedy. Yeah. Uh, and we understood that kind of comedy. It was satire. It was fun. Yes, yeah, so Spaceballs was great. Look. You know what? Do you remember Are You Being Served? The television. Yeah. I yeah. love the woman that used to say, I have to go home now and, 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 and take care of my pussy. You know, I loved her, the, the lady who ran the department store. Uh, and also there was another guy out in England that was wonderful comic. The little short fella, fat fella with all the beautiful women. What was his name? Very famous TV show. Oh, are you being served? I know. I don't no, know. No, the other guy. He always had gorgeous. Benny women. Hill. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Yeah. Love Benny Hill. Are you old enough to know? You must be. I, I used to watch Benny Hill on a Saturday night on, on on TV. Yeah. And also those wonderful movies they put out with that strange-looking, skinny little gay guy who fell down a cellar and he said, I, I do believe I've done myself an injury. Lines like that, that are so funny. Uh, those movies were funny. Oh, the guy with the skinny face, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean? I, I, I forgot the name of it. It was, a, it was a series of five or six movies that they made with this group of people. I think it might be Mr. Bean. Funny. So you see, the English have wonderful humor. It's very dry, but yeah. it's witty. It's witty. Irish people... And we know quite a few here in this country have a tremendous humor. It could be sarcastic, but it's tremendously funny. Very, very sarcastic and dry, but yeah, I mean, yeah, especially I love especially that. after a few tanks of beer, yeah. it's it funnier. They call it a tank of beer. A tank, yeah. When yeah. I was in England, you drank a tank. You still drinking tanks? 
Um, more more pints over here. Yeah, pints. Pints. Okay. Pint. I I thought time. A tank was the the, the thing that the beer goes and they called it a tank. Listen, I was in Lancashire. I was in a, a pub that my hair was caught in the ceiling. That's how low it was. And the door you had to bend to get in because the people three, five hundred years ago were short people. And it was the best, most delicious uh, buck beer I had ever had in my life. And we, it, was, it was served in a tank, in a copper tank. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I. I anyway, let's they switch. The, they kept the tradition. All right. So you're an actor. You're doing. So you like, and you're you're transitioning to a director. But like, okay, let's let's say we'll do it as an actor first, like a bucket list. So you could be uh, a male and female actor. You know that if you were going to be in a, in a movie that you would like to work with, and then if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to have been in? And then the, the the added question to it: If you could have directed any movie that's been out, what that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to have directed? I never asked that one, but we'll add that to it. Uh, so, who would have liked to work with? <laughs> um, oh, honey, you're hurting my arms. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Now, nobody's ever seen Bruce Lee. 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 Wait, now, I want to know why. Um, I grew up watching Bruce Lee films, um, and it was, it was because of the, the likes of Bruce Lee films and John Claude Van Damme films. Um, yeah. I got into martial arts myself at an early age. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the being a Bruce Lee film, I suppose, would be. Oh, yeah, that's cool, though. Man. Very, I love John Claude Van Damme films. They, they're basically known as action actors, very little dialogue, very little storyline, mostly yeah. So what you like in a film is action. What's yeah. what's what's the Jean Claude Van Damme film uh, where they like do the underground fights? Uh, uh, the, the blood sport or kickboxer? I love blood sport. I've blood seen blood it before like, a couple times. You know, I love blood sport. So that's cool. Yeah. Okay, what about a female? Who would you like to work with as a fe with a female? What actress would you like to work with? You guys have uh, the British too. It doesn't have to be a British actress. I was just going to say though, the British actresses are like so amazing. Like you guys have the best actresses. Oh, I'm, I'm madly in love with one of your act your British actresses. Which From one? Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Oh, uh, we like. Um, what the hell is her name? The one who played Lady Mary. Now I, I love her, name. her. She's. I've watched her work. She's a brilliant, brilliant actress. Oh shit! The best actress out there, better than Meryl Streep. I mean, she's wonderful. And her name is uh, Dockery. Oh yeah, Michelle Dockery. Michelle Dockery. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know who she is? We we indeed, yeah. Oh my God, we saw her here in an American production where she played a drug addict, hooker, assassin, thief. So, okay. so far from Lady Mary, and she she lost her English accent completely. It was totally Brooklyn, New York. Her performance was unbelievable. And I just, I adore her. But we don't see her here anymore in this country. Is, yeah. she, is she big in England? I, I don't believe she's done anything recently, no. So wait, I have a question. Because in America, Downton Abbey is like a really big deal. Like, we do loved people, it. Do people in England even watch it? Or is it more like a... like a? No, I, I believe it is It is pretty big in, in the UK and Ireland. haven't watched it myself. Uh, um, it like, wouldn't be my cup of tea. Yes, you could, <laughs> actually, I didn't think it would be mine either. But I actually like liked no, it. No, you could you could have been in that movie. You could have played an earl or a duke, one yeah. of the the you know their nobles. 
snobby and very snooty like she played Mary. I, I, I love Michelle. I would love to work with Michelle. That's Jimmy, we have to contact her. I would like her to come on our show also. So uh, wait, wait. So go back though, because you didn't answer. So who's a female actress that you would like to work with? Um, I'm going to say Don French or Jennifer Saunders. Oh, Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, Jennifer Saunders is uh, absolutely fabulous, isn't yeah. she? From absolutely yeah. fabulous. The, 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 the oh, two of them are the two of them are hilarious. I love. I grew up watching them, so. That's funny because so I have a uh, I'm a publicist is how I support myself when I in between making films and uh, my business partner interviewed both of them because uh, she's a like a world, like world renowned. She author. is one yeah. funny she is funny so funny lady yeah. and she's stunning yeah. looking. She's a beauty. We're talking about the blonde, right? Uh, well, well, both of them. No, yeah. one is one is short and fat, and one is tall and skinny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> talking about the blonde with that. Where's the big? I don't know which one. Yeah, 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 Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. Jennifer okay, beautiful woman, beautiful, stunning features, and funny. The the funniest thing was when one of them were drunk and they fell down the cellar steps. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed just thinking about. I love that show. Why Why did it go off the air? I don't know. You know, so I'm talking. Absolutely about? fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. We saw the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was such a satire on life. It was hilariously funny. Bring it back, England. Get those broads back to work. <laughs> They're very popular. I follow them on and social media. And even now, as, as older women, they could be very funny. Look at Judy Dench, how she works all the time. I love and adore Judy yeah. Dench. Adore her. Another great actress that England put out. Fabulous actress. And, and you know, she's half blind and she still works. Who's the other one that I like? I, I see. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so like I've seen all oh, the Harry Potter God. movies like a zillion times. So Ma I, Maggie, Maggie, Maggie Smith, Smith is a great. My actress. God, you can't compare these actors. These are these are legends. Oh, Maggie Smith is unbelievable. So wait, so what are some of your favorite action movies? Since you like action, um, do you like Jason Statham? Like Ron likes Jason. Oh Statham. yeah, I think he's terrific. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. <laughs> he said, I'm not a big fan. You don't like I'm, I'm not, I, I, I think he's overrated. To be you met him personally? I haven't, no. Oh, I no. think he's, I think he's plays it really uh, tough and quiet. I like the fact that he doesn't show any feelings, yet he can knock down 30 or 40 men in two seconds. I thought he was really good in Lockstock. Yes. What did he say? He was, yeah. Smoking barrels, yes. Yeah. You've worked with him? No. Same film? No. no. He hasn't worked with him. He said he thought he was good in Lock, Stock, and Two, Two Smoking Barrels is the name of a movie, which you didn't yeah. see because you don't like – You didn't like. he likes the, like, just flat-out, like, action-y ones. I liked him in The Meg, you know, when he, like, fights the shark and stuff. Like, I yeah. thought that was – I mean, it's totally unrealistic. No, we, we, have a, we have so many good, good actors. Wait, I want to find out who he thinks are good action people, though. Who are some of the action people you I like? I mean, I, I grew up watching films in the 80s, so, you know, anything with sort of, you know, the Sly Stallone or – Oh, I like um, Arnie in it. You know, you know, Predator. Uh, yeah, Van Damme films. Yeah, I like the genre. What, what, did, what did you think of Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee, um, good, great actor. You know, before uh, most of his films would have been before my time, but um, no. But I was, at, I was at a cocktail party with him, and I was talking to him, and I mistakenly said to him. Nobody could do Dracula better than you. 
And because Bela Lugosi had it, then you took it over. And he stood there arrogantly and looked down at me because he was six foot five and said, I have done more than Dracula. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, oh, I wanted to say, but listen, that's the only thing we know you for. I hate to break it to you, but, you know, we, we've <laughs> anyway, he was very yeah, arrogant. He, was very he wasn't very nice. His wife heard that. And his wife came over and she apologized. She said he's very sensitive about the Dracula because he has made like 140 movies or something. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, we only know him as Dracula. Sorry. That's well known for you. I mean, he could have been polite. And wait, wait, what did you say? Thank you. I missed what you said. I just said, yeah, that's what he was most well known for. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. What is that? He said that's what he was most well-known for, was Dracula. And he was a sensational Dracula. He yeah. did it beautifully. What I was doing was complimenting him because so many people have played Dracula and they stink. I mean, they, yeah. they look like Fagula, not even Dracula. Half of them, you know, Fagula, gay yeah. Fagula. They look like that. He was the only one that was really evil and mean and scary. But I guess that's how he was in person, in real life. So it was easy yeah. to do it in film. So if you could have directed any movie, what movie would you have liked to have directed? Are you going to pick a – maybe you're going to pick a Bruce Lee film. I'm not sure. Predator. Oh, see, I love Predator. Okay. What movie? Predator. Oh, I like Predator. I have a bunch of – I collect action figures, so I have a yeah. bunch of Predator I action like figures. I like Predator also. That was a well-done film. So now you like the original? I mean, there's a, whole bunch, well there's a bunch of different ones. Do you like the original one the best, or which one do you like the best? I like the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, the original one the best. And again, it's timeless. You know, it's still it's still very watchable and, you know, stands up against modern films. Oh, no, absolutely. I think Arnold did a good job. Did you that. like the last it wasn't Arnold. film that it came out like two one. years ago? It was the, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought it was Predator. the best alone. There's a, no, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger, the first yeah. one. There's a whole bunch of people in he it. He did a good job. You know, it was like his acting debut, probably. Did you see the last one that came out like two years ago? I think because I got it for Christmas two years ago, I think. So that's when it came out. It wasn't that yeah. good. I, I, I watched it recently. That was, um, what was it called? Uh, I don't remember. That? I don't remember what it was called. But I, 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 thought, I thought it was it was, it was was decent, yeah. It was decent, I, right. I, I it was very well we have a friend here who does a lot of the stuff motion stuff in for all those movies and he was the predator in that last predator his name is right. tj storm and okay. he's like everything like he i think he was like godzilla i don't know he was like a whole bunch of he's always like but i, I think I, he's been predator in several predator i have movies. a question that i ask a lot of celebrities and i get very interesting answers do you object to being killed in a film no do would you believe how many there is one actor and i don't remember who it was who said to me, I will not be in a film if they kill me. Oh, really? just I was uh, Tristan Rogers, the soap opera star here. Okay. So Tristan Rogers, the number one soap opera guy, he's been around for 100 years. And he said to me, he said, I refuse to be in a movie where, where I die. You should show me to a career out of it. Yes, that's true. Yeah. What? Huh? What do you say? Um, lots of pe people made a career of it. Yeah, it's just Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean Bean is... And, and Sean Bean is – oh, Sean Bean was in Game of Thrones too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah Sean Bean. I, I got killed off in a movie. I'm getting killed off in another one we're shooting soon. I play a landlord, and for some reason they kill me off. Uh, you know, it means you're not coming back in the sequel. I guess that's what they don't like about yeah. it. If they kill you off, 
Sure. Have you been killed off in stuff? <clears throat> sure. Um, and and, and uh, yeah, and, and Dracula. And, okay. And Dracula, yeah, the, 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 the vampires get uh, get melted by the sunlight. Yeah. Did you get to uh, when you when you did the Dracula movie? I know that's your first movie. Were you able to actually like meet Luke Evans or Dominic Cooper or Charles Dance? Did you get to meet any of them? Um, yeah. So yeah, we spent um, the the best part of three months with uh, with Luke. Oh, that's um, very friendly guy, very down to earth. Um, and again, with it being my first film, um, you, you know, he was he was always giving tips and help, and uh, f- fantastic guy, like yeah. Oh my god, I would love to have you him know on what? our show. You as a vampire, after you eat some, take some blood out of the neck, the blood could be running down your beard and dripping off your beard. What's more disgusting than that? <laughs> I mean, you really get those crazy bastards in the theater happy when they, <laughs> they go, oh man, look at that. Is that gross? Oh, oh. So somebody cast him as Dracula. I want to see blood running off his beard. So now if you got a if you got offered a big role and you needed to shave your beard, would you shave it or would you turn the role down? Um that would be role dependent. Yeah. If it was a really good film, let's say you were gonna star in a film with whoever your favorite actor is. If if uh... If it was paid enough, yeah. Yeah, see? Because uh, people are weird about beards. They don't well, shave them. When they get a I beard, know, that takes years I, to make that beard look like I, that. <laughs> I, I interviewed an actor who was very famous for his beard, and I asked him that question. I said, for a million dollars, would you take your, shave your beard off? He said, for a million dollars, I'd get circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his answer. So I guess he, he was never taking his beard off. So how long did that take to grow that beard? Um, this has been grown now for about three years. Yeah, yeah so it takes years. a long time to grow that beard. Sure, it does a lot of maintenance. Yeah, that grows pretty quick. I mean, uh, when we were filming Game of Thrones, uh, you would film for six months, and then you'd uh, you'd be off doing other bits and pieces for six months. So during the down period, um, I, I generally would have shaved it off for other roles, and then grew it back for the the start of the next season. Oh, that's cool. I like love it. So was Game of Thrones just a great experience? Because Charles Dance was in Game of Thrones too, and he was also in. Did you ever meet Charles Dance? Charles Dance is one of my favorite actors. No, a lot of people. That's uh, one of the guys I have never met on the set. No, I would really like to meet Charles Dance. Do you think leprechauns ever existed in Ireland? Ah, <laughs> uh, they, they, they possibly still do. You just I mean, got to know where to look. Well, you know, you just got to know where to look. He said. No, no. We had a neighbor. Her name was Mary, and she was from Ireland. And she used to tell us that when she was in a young girl, she lived in a house with a dirt floor and a straw roof. This is going back, you know, hundred years ago. And she believed in leprechauns. She said they did exist once. It was like an old man in a town who was a hoarder of his money, and he kept his money in a pot of gold somewhere. But she believed in leprechauns. Many Irish people do believe in leprechauns. I'm Irish. What? I'm Irish. No, here in America, they believe in fairies. <laughs> and we live in Palm Springs where there's a lot of fairies. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that fairies is, exist. So yeah. fairies can exist. Why not leprechauns? Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> right? I know. I like love it. Plus, I like the leprechaun movies. There's the best Leprechaun movie was the Tyrone Powell one. Have you ever seen it? Don't think so. No. Oh, it's a wonderful movie about a Leprechaun that he meets in Ireland. He tries to steal his gold. It's a comedy, romantic comedy, and I don't remember the name of it. 
But for you out folks out there, researchers, go to Tyrone Power Movies and look for the film where he meets a leprechaun. Or lovely Irish film, lovely. Or or watch Leprechaun 3 because Caroline Williams, who's a friend of ours, is in it and she gets killed by the leprechaun and it's a lot of fun. I like the horror movie. They made the leprechaun evil and the leprechaun really isn't evil. He's just a drunken little old man that's protecting his gold. (laughs) So I like to think of him as a nice person, not evil. I wish I had a pot of gold and then I could protect it. (laughs) I I know people in this country that just wish they had the pot, not the gold. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll take (laughs) <laughs> let, I'll let you have the pot, and I'll take. Because in California, pot's legal. They're all smoking it. They're, I mean, it's it's just they're driving like crazier than ever now. Everybody's loaded, so the road is very dangerous. Why they made it legal, I'll never know. Do you have you been to California? Like, you haven't acted in America yet, so maybe not. Uh, we flew into um, San Francisco. Okay. For for um, for Renucon, I think it was, but um, haven't been any further south than that. No. Okay, so do you, do you get the opportunity to go to like a lot of conventions to sign autographs? Um, two two years ago it was. We were lucky enough. We were over four times in the states. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so we're in um, Reno and Denver for the Pop Culture Con, um, Nashville, I believe it was for Con of Thrones. And Salt Lake City for Fan X. So you've been here for to quite a few places yeah. in the States. <clears throat> Have you ever well, been to mostly coming over to uh, Oklahoma? Um, Have you ever been to New York? next year for another one, yeah. Have you ever been to New York City? I haven't, no. That's a trip. I'm from New York, from Brooklyn. You probably have difficulty with my accent, like I have one with yours, because I speak Brooklynese and you speak Irish. Yeah, I, 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 not Gaelic. What? Yeah, do you speak Gaelic? I don't, unfortunately. No, I would like to, but I don't. Does anybody in Ireland speak Gaelic anymore? Um, it's becoming more popular. More really? Popular. Yeah. Gaelic. Gaelic is a slang. It's an Irish. It's a language that's onto its own. Um, my friend Rose Gilligan, she used to speak Gaelic, and of course, I had no idea what the hell she was saying. She sounded like she was choking on pebbles. <laughs> so real quick, B. Claudia posted in, it's The Luck of the Irish, 1948, with Ann Baxter and Tyrone oh, Power. Oh, wonderful movie, folks. Thank you, B. The Luck of the Irish for Tyrone Power and Ann Baxter. It's a lovely Christmas film. Rent it, get it, show it to your family. It, it'll make the holiday beautiful. It's a happy, uplifting, spiritually wonderful film. And it's so Irish. Everything, it's its absolutely a crown jewel of being Irish. Irish people have to adore this film because it's all about Irish people in New York City uh, in the 1940s. Uh, it's just a wonderful film. I highly recommend it. Also, Diane's trying to get into the chat room, and I don't know how to tell her how to get into it, so I just texted her, but but I told her that we talked about her. And then we said hello to her. We, we said nice things about her, not like some people say bad things about <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was only nobody. I love I love her. She's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. She's really a lovely, lovely uh, girl. You know, I told her, I said, you know what? You're never going to get a man if you don't wear lipstick. She mm-hmm. said, really? I said, there are three things that is the most important thing to a woman. Lipstick, lipstick, and lipstick. And she <laughs> said, why is that? I said, because if a woman 
opens her legs and you see her labria, it's pink, like lips. And if, if a man sees lips that are red, he thinks it's a labria and he gets excited and he goes after it. And this is true. It was on, I read it somewhere. It was a psychological thing. Men look at a, look, Marilyn Monroe with those red greasy lips. You know what men thought about that. So red lips are very sexy. Now that she's been wearing lipstick, she's been getting hit on more. She's fabulous. Yes. So think about it. Seriously. Men look at a woman's lips and they think, wow, that's sexy. Keep keep talking. I'm trying to get. What, what are you, my director now? Yeah, because I'm trying to do this and I don't want silence. I, we're married. Hair. We're Hang married. On. We're allowed. Jimmy, I'm tired. Quick. Hang I'm, on. I'm, I'm old. Link. I'm used. I'm beaten. I'm broken. <laughs> New York City scares me, to be honest. What? New York City scares me. Scares you? Are you out of your bird? It's, it's a uh, it's the safest place in the world. People, it's need just very, very big. Nah, no, no, let me tell you. I've been to London a thousand times, okay? London is a small New York City. It's the same thing as New York. The same people, the same elegance, the same beauty, the same intelligence, museums and art. It, it's the same thing. New York has sections. There are areas you don't go in because the people there are not educated or sophisticated. But if you go to the good parts or the educated parts of New York, where the higher plane of thinking people live and socialize, you won't yeah. find a more sophisticated city in the world. I mean, you could dine elegantly still. You could meet people who are not pseudo-intellectual, but true intellectuals, writers, producers, directors, artists, musicians. I love New York. I don't yeah. like California. I'm here because of Jimmy and work. If I could, I would be back. No, I would be back in New York. New York people invite you in their house for coffee. If you have, you invite them to your house for dinner, they invite you back. California, you could drop dead in the street in front of somebody's house. They wouldn't come out to give you a glass of water, <laughs> let alone invite you in for a cup of coffee. So that's bullshit. California is another world. Everybody, when they said it attracts fruits and nuts, they weren't kidding. Uh, everybody here is from someplace else. Yeah. And they brought with them all of their traditions, which are different. And they're so confusing that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. No. New well, Yorkers, I produce a lot of movies, though, and it's well, good wait, for me to be here. New, yeah. New Yorkers are four, five generation, and the traditions are solid. Now, New York is full of other people who, who go there because they think it's going to be like the television show Sex in the City. You know, they're yeah. all going to go and make rich men, and that's bullshit. So now we have too many out-of-towners living in New York. The true old New Yorkers like me have moved out. They're in Florida or they're in Palm Springs because of the winters. So New York has changed. But please don't be afraid. Go. If you're lost, stop, ask somebody where you want, and they'll be so kind, and they'll they'll even take you where, you, where you're lost. Denver was my favorite so far. No, New York is the safest city in the world. They say it's not. Wait, where's Dan where's Denver? Who? Denver. Where is that? Co that's Connecticut. That's Connecticut. Denver, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Oh, there's a Denver, Connecticut also. Um, I, I I'm a little more frightened in LA to tell you the truth. Uh, LA has got some wacky people. Oh, Diane actually made it though. So hey Diane, we're saying hi again. Hi, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you at Zach's party. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. Jack's Christmas party. But seriously, back again. New York is not to be afraid of anybody. All of you go there. Go to Rockefeller Center. See that wonderful Christmas tree. And new, and the build, the department stores. It's such a Christmas spirit. And if you're lucky and it should snow, oh, my God, it's heaven. To be on Fifth Avenue in the snow with the Christmas music playing and that wonderful Christmas. I'm going to cry. So hang on, everybody. I could, so, cry, I could cry right. I swear to God, I'm not lying. So, 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 you guys, this is Bobby Marno. He's been a, b- a bunch of great things. He's also got a new movie that will be coming out called "There's Always Hope." Where can people see Damien? Is there a place they uh, can? See? Damien is available on Amazon and Tubi. Okay. Oh, on Tubi, we watch a lot of stuff on Tubi. You guys, also, you can see him in Mary Queen of Scots, Viking Destiny, Transformers: The Last Night, Morgan. Which we didn't talk about, but I love Brian Cox. And I saw Mara. Mary Queen of Scots. Uh, Scots. Dracula you, Untold. Who did you play? I was uh, a Moray man. Moray man. Also, you guys, he's in a bunch of TV series. Red Rock, Rain, Line of Duty, The Frankenstein Chronicles, Six Degrees, The Fall, Love and Hate, and Game of Thrones, obviously, which put him on the map. I mean, Game of Thrones definitely puts you on the map, dude. And congratulations, because you really haven't been doing this that long to have such yeah. great credits. And so we want to congratulate you on that. We want to, and I want to say that you've worked and you made a lot of money, and maybe now you'll be afford. You can afford to buy bread, and butter, and maybe a piece of chicken if it's not too expensive. Because <laughs> expensive as shit here. <laughs> England, I hear, is getting hit like we are. We are in an inflation yeah. that is disgusting. Yeah, I spent fifty four dollars the other day in the supermarket, and I bought like five items. Are they out of their fucking And the lives? bread that he likes to eat is $7.69 $7. a loaf. I don't know what that is in pounds. <laughs> but imagine almost $8 for a loaf of bread. I said, they got to be out of their minds. They yeah, are. Yeah, everything's pretty much doubled here in the last sort of 6, 12 months. They say it's because of the oil. What the hell has the oil got to do with it? Either way. But so anyway, you guys follow- let's hope inflation is gone in the new year, everybody. Pray for it. Follow Instagram, you guys, Ram Productions and I. Be looking out on the lookout for the fabulous movie that he's going to have with Sam Jones. It's in development called Gingers. Oh, wait. You're going to uh, be – wait, quiet. Stop. You're going to be in a movie with Sam Jones? I do. Why do you think we talked yeah. about Sam Jones? I don't know. I don't hear too well. And his accent, I'm really fucked. <laughs> wait. You're going to be in a movie with Sam? It's his movie. And yeah. he yes, the Sam's going to be in our next film. Yeah. Would you please tell Sam Jones I'm his biggest fan in the world? And that our show was over 5 million viewers all over the world. Like I said before, we're the 10 best interview show in the world. And we are begging for him to come on. I would love to have Sam Jones on. Please do that for me. I will indeed. And I owe you a favor. If you do that for me, I owe you a favor. And we're going to do something together. Anybody you you don't like, I'll have killed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn, Italian. You get the connection. (laughs) That's a deal. Yeah, we love it. Oh, so. please, yes. Tell Sam you had a good time on this show that he's got it. And we have all big people on this show. We're not a crappy little show. Like I said, you know, we had big stars on our show. So we love it. We want to thank you so much for taking time out to come on the show. Congratulations yeah. on everything that you've been doing. And Thanks. I want to see you as a vampire. And we're going to, I'm sure we're going to see you. Cast him. Cast him as a vampire, somebody. <laughs> We'll, we'll be doing something with you. We're very good friends. We love Diane to death, and something will happen, and we'll get everything worked together and see what we can do. And Bring you over a, to the States for a movie. And have a very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday. Yes, you too, guys, yeah. Enjoy all of it. And may you be given the, the best gift that anybody could give you, and that's the gift of love. There you go. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye.
Hey, bye thank bye. you so much, Bobby. Take care. Take care. Yeah. Nice talk. Oh, yeah. Bye, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, we love you. Yay. We love you. Uh, we're going to take a quick music break, you guys. Uh, we're going to play. What are we going to play? Gabe Lopez featuring Belinda Carlisle. The name of the song is California Blues. Uh, Juan's going to play it for you, and we'll be back in a minute, everybody. Thank you. When all the waves come crashing down And I get lost with you, I'm found Take on the neighborhood, the better and good of Hollywood. Oh, all the girls and demons collide at the sunset door. They can change the stars in your eyes when I look into your California. Yeah. 
That was Gabe Lopez, California Blues, featuring Belinda Carlisle. And uh, now our next guests who are not here yet should be here any minute. I'm going to check my email real quick and make sure everything is going good. But um, everything should be good. And that's going to be uh, Michael and Janine Damien. Um, they are so busy doing interviews. Really, they do one after another after another because their film is really a big hit. Uh, and we're going to talk about it as soon as they get here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, let me just look real quick and see. Let's see. Um, talk about something, Ron. What do you want to talk about? Always, it directs me. Talk about something. Well, I want to pull it out of my ears. Wait, wait. Oh, talk about something. What am I going to talk? Let's talk about you. I, I can't. I can't. How, how do you that. screw up on this show all the time? Yeah, I can't. I can't talk about. Uh, what you're busy on that phone. You know, Jimmy is in bed at night and he's text. No, he's not. He's liking everybody's baloney on uh, all that stupid stuff. Those networks. What are they called? TikTok and all that crap. So he's always busy, 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 busy. I'm actually uh, working always. And right now I'm working too because I'm trying to make – I'm not like playing. No, when, when Michael and Janine are here, they'll come in. Right. They're professionals. We don't have to worry about them. No, we love them too. Last yeah. time we saw them was at the High Strong Free Dance premiere yeah. in L.A. Well, now that we're waiting, I'll tell my little story that you've heard before, but I'll repeat it because there are those of you out there who have not. We had dinner with Michael and Janine and Janine's sister and brother-in-law. And as we were speaking, I said to the uh, Janine's sister, I said, so where do you live? She said, oh, we live in a trailer. And I thought to myself, oh my God, Michael is so successful and Janine, and they live in this magnificent mansion in Las Vegas. And that poor sister, she lives in a trailer. <laughs> that is so sad. So I said to the girl, I said, honey, don't worry, things happen. And you may be rich one day and you don't have to live in a trailer. Well, they burst out laughing because she said, Ron, the trailer's around the corner. It's a million and a half dollars. I said, what, a trailer, a million and a half? It's a tour bus. It's a tour bus. <laughs> it was two stories high and they were on tour. And guess who she was married to? The toy manufacturer, the famous- uh, Tyco Toys. Tyco Toys was her husband. She's got laughing at Ron. <laughs> <laughs> she had more money than anybody, and here I am feeling like such a jerk. But I felt sorry for the girl. I thought, you know, Janine lives in the mansion, and she lives in a the trailer. They're the nicest people you <laughs> nice. ever Nice. I meet. love her sister, and I love their mother, Coco, uh, Janine's mom. I forgot the sister's name. Forgive me. She's so sweet. Um, I forgot her name. Uh, also, Keith Golub is in the chat room. Right. Keith and, and his wife, Sherry Golub, they but, were executive uh, producers Janine, on a bunch Janine's of Michael's movies. Janine's mother, Coco, who we will speak about, was a costume designer for many, many movies. And she was also married to uh, Best, James Best, a fabulous actor, who oh, we're going to talk about. So as soon as they're in here, we'll get started. Oh, yes. Actually, James Best, you guys, is from... Um uh, John oh, Schneider. What's it called? Dukes of Hazard. Dukes yeah, of Hazard. Yeah, but he's been around for a long time. He was in a lot. Oh, of and Keith wrote Joe Jamie. Yeah, Joe Jamie. Joe Jamie. Thank you, Keith. Yay! Yes, jo <laughs> Joe Jamie. I love her. She's a sweetie. Hi, Joe Jamie. I hope you're going to watch our show today. Um. Anyway, soon it's as all they, fun. soon as they get here, they're coming in from I guess Las Vegas. I have no idea. Where are they now? Who knows where they are? Either way, it's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. They should be here any minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, and 
Keith, maybe you text them and say, hey, we're ready for you because <laughs> I don't know where they are. I don't see any emails, though, from anybody. Maybe we'll take a quick music break. But if, but listen, one, if they come, if they show up, we'll shut the song off, okay, because we want to make sure we have time to speak with them. But let's play uh, uh, Nicotine Dolls, What Makes You Sad, real quick, you guys, and let me check my emails. And uh, Oh, wait, never mind. Hold on. Here Private chat. They're here now. Yay, let's go. Bring them in. Why? <laughs> Yay! Yay! Better late than never. We are so happy to see you. We haven't seen you in such a long time. Long time. It's been a really long time. You, you both look fantastic. Thank yeah. you. What, what so about you. what about you? Yeah, you. You don't even age. You're so beautiful. You look the same now as when I met you five, five six years ago. Oh, thank the, you. Were you, talking, were you talking about me, Ron, or were you talking about Janine? No, not you, Bruto Faccio. I'm talking about <laughs> Sua Moglie, che è così bellissima. Understand oh. Italians, I mean. Hang on, hang on. Did you know that Michael is from the same town that we are from in Genoa? I know. Come stai? Noi siamo Zenese. Yeah, Zenese. Zenese. Meanwhile, you got this movie that is. Hang on, wait, wait. We're going to do an introduction. Uh, You're like way ahead of us. We know them. Uh, I know. It doesn't matter. Our audience doesn't know, might not know them. And so okay. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Better. the power Hollywood power couple. Yay! Michael and Janine <laughs> Damien. Hello and welcome to the show. And before we get started, we have a chat room full of people. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello. Hello, hello to all the people hello. in the chat room. Make sure you say hi to Keith and Sherry. Right. <laughs> Hi, Keith and Sherry. Hi, babies. How are you, Keith? And that lovely wife that's stacked like a, like a, like a reindeer. Never saw a woman with built like All right. That. All right. So we're happy to see you guys. Um, we haven't seen you since the high school. I always tease her about her boobs. She loves it. I tease her all the time. So meanwhile, I saw your movie, and I said to Jimmy, they get better and better. Usually movies get worse and worse. You know, oh, nobody no. well, nobody really outdoes their own hit. You know, I loved the two other movies. They were wonderful. And I said, he's never going to surpass that. And then I saw the second one. I said, he's not going to surpass that. And I saw this movie. And I loved it because it's a movie for everybody. Everyone is in that film. The world is in that film, not just white people. I want to say something. I want to say it's, it's the truth. It's, it's the world. It's the and world. I loved it. And I thank you for bringing everybody together to show that we are a unit of people. God made us all equal. And I love the film and everybody. I forgot the wait, name. Wait, wait, before we, wait, 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 before we talk what about the, the film, wait, wait, before we talk, no, shut up. Before we talk, I want to like say something first of all. Okay, so you guys. We met Michael uh, and Janine long, many years ago. We were in Pennsylvania. They were on the show. Actually, CBS contacted us one time and had us have Michael when he was going back on Young and the Restless. Right. So we went to the High Strong premiere. We went to the High Strong free dance premiere. Right. Um, you have the new movie, Falling for Christmas. But what I want to say is you guys have, like, you guys are like magic. You know that every person, like you put people that in high strong and high strong freedom, you had people that maybe people didn't know. And now they're like the biggest stars, Big stars. on the planet, Big like Nicholas Galitzin. You know, he's like one of the biggest stars. Yeah. I had never heard of him. He's in your movie. Now he's like in you the launched, biggest movies in the world. <laughs> and Janine, I have to tell you the truth. Uh, I watch film differently than everybody else. I watch the camera, the sound, the lighting and the direction. And I thought to myself, okay, when did she become a director, Jimmy? Let's see what she can do. I didn't find one flaw. I thought you made each and every character express 
what was important to the film. And that's what a director has to bring out. Most directors stand there with their fingers up their nose, picking a <laughs> snot while you're working. Looking like us, like, oh my God. No, right. I, I was in the film, I swear to God, I was in the movie where the director was in another room watching us on the television. And I said to one of the other actors, I said, but where's the director? They told me, I said, this is gonna be a great film. And it wasn't, because if a director's not there, directing, telling us what is right from wrong and telling us what to do is better, the film stinks. You, my darling, as a director, I give you this, and I'm not blowing smoke up your butt because I don't do that. If I, didn't think, you know, if I didn't think your directing was good, I would have talked about, oh, your hair looks lovely. <laughs> Wait, I want to go back to the what I was saying. So, okay, so High Strung, you had Nicholas Galitzin, mm -hmm. huge star. He did, like, Disney's Prince, I don't know, what, Cinderella or something. He was in The Craft and all these great movies. And Jane Seymour. And you had, well, I know, but she was already famous. So I'm talking about the people that they, like, no, discovered. Then you have the High Strung, Free Dance, you had Thomas Doherty. You know, and, and as soon as the movie was over, we saw him on HBO with like the biggest stars in the world in like this huge like miniseries. Mm -hmm. You know, and he was a main character. He wasn't like a like a little great. Captain yeah, Captain yeah. Captain yeah, it was yeah. And and now you and now you did a new movie, Falling for Christmas. Lindsay Wonderful Lohan. Film. Lindsay Lohan hasn't made a film in a long time. She's a super talent. I was so excited when I saw the announcement. Court Overstreet, fabulous. Jack Wagner is one of my favorite soap stars because like you, he's a singer, you know, I have yeah. all his albums and he's a cool guy. He follows me on Twitter. And uh, so you brought in a, a great cast. Um, I didn't know that you were a director, Gene. I knew that Michael was a director and Michael's directed a lot and you've produced a lot with Michael, but I, I didn't know. So how did that work out for you to become, first of all, everybody, the name of the movie is Falling for Christmas. Number one on Netflix for and, a long and, time. And, Congratulations. And, and I want to tell, I, listen, you know, we have good news, too. We just found out that we pull now over 5 million people wow. all over the world. And we're the number Thank 10. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're the number 10 best uh, podcast. Celebrity interview, interview podcast. So in I'm, I'm excited about that. So I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not bragging. The point I'm getting to is Michael and Janine can make so many of you out there happy. If you're down and out and low and you feel bad and you don't have money and Christmas is not the greatest and God forbid you lost someone and you're in mourning, I suggest you watch this film. After you watch this film, you'll sing out, forget your troubles, come on, get happy, because it's a feel-good movie, it's a lovely movie, it's a decent movie, it's a clean movie, there's no guts blowing up people, killing, beating up people, it's just a wholesome Terrific film. So now we're going to let you talk a little bit. Wait, I'm going to finish. The <laughs> film, this film is the film that I would, I remember as a young man, and I love these kind of films. All right, now you guys, tell, so how did you get to direct it? And tell us a little bit about it, Janine. I'll let you talk. Oh, um, well, first of all, I mean, I've been, that. thank you for thank all you. those that beautiful really, things that you just that said. No, but it's true. I don't, I don't lie. It's true. Okay, let her talk. If it was a crappy film, I would be. I make a jerk of myself. <laughs> well, right? No, really. If the film is a lemon and a bomb, it's true. And you know, making movies is hard. And um, when you have a voice, we take it very seriously. I've been so fortunate to have made so many movies with Michael directing and by my side. And he was by my side for my directorial debut, which was this movie, Falling for Christmas. So without him, I could never have done it. And um, I think that. That's kind of the spirit of the movie is, is that 
you know, people coming together and helping each other. And Good news. Yeah, I, I, and, and um, having the opportunity to do uh, Lindsay's first movie back after a long break um, was really a special project for us, and it was a special time for her. And um, it, I think that we all came together with Netflix, which was also a first time for us. So it was a first time for a lot of things. And it was such a glorious experience. We feel really fortunate. I believe that if the crew, the cast, are happy while filming, it shows in the film. I've seen film where the crew hated each other, the star hated the co-star, and it showed in the film. Your film, you could see that everybody that was in it was happy to be in it. And that's what made me happy. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm going to tell you more about this film. I wish we would make more of them. Please make more of these films. You guys have to save our culture. Actually, save wait us. a second. I wanna... And one thing I want to say, being a gay man, it's very difficult uh, for most people to understand a gay man or a black and white relationship or uh, a, a transgender person. Film today is starting to enlighten the world that there are many wonderful people out there who march to a different drummer. Your film does this. And for that, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you so much. And Michael Shave, I don't like your beard. Follow bottom. Uh, Janine, well, you told me, she told me to grow it. No, it's <laughs> Jimmy Star. And no, I'm let me tell you, Jimmy, if Jimmy was as good looking as you, he wouldn't have the beard. <laughs> No, Michael, stop it. I'm going to punch you. When you're handsome, don't cover up your face with hair. Look at me. I'm going to. Do you want me to run off and shave right now and come back on? Listen, I don't shave because I'm magnificent. I wouldn't cover this beauty with a beard. No, seriously, Michael. You look grubby, and that's not your style. (laughs) No, you're such a clean cut fella. You look like the the altar boy. Everybody's. Everybody's son. Everybody wants a son like you. Okay. Now uh, you look like a gangster, like a hood. Jimmy, what do you think about that, Jimmy? Uh, I like the beard, so no. I, I can't look at say your, your wife is so beautiful. Look how beautiful Janine is put together. I like together. beards, though. Janine, well, I, I, I can't grow Janine beard. looks like a Barbie doll, and you look like... No, you look good, Michael. Don't no, I don't like it. it. Anyway, come on. we got to talk about other things. You know, a little Don Johnson. It's not a full beard. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's, it's just a little... I've got the Don Johnson Miami Vice shade. I like it. Uh, no, everybody, I like it. You know, why do you want to look like everybody in town? Every jerk I know has a beard. Everybody oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, you know, let me tell you something. I like Jimmy's beard because he's better looking with the beard than without. If Jimmy didn't look good, with, if he looked better without a beard, he wouldn't have it. I, to me, it's not. I like it. Though. I like clean cut. Okay, well, I like it. now let's move we're on. Right now. now we're going to move on. I want to go back to well, the I want to say something. I, I, I want to talk. Well, not yet. <laughs> Earlier, I spoke about Coco. Coco is Janine's mom. Yeah. And you know what? Tell mom that I saw a lot of movies that had best her she her costume designed by her. Was that her? Oh, oh no, no. She was our she's our stills photographer on all of our films. Did she work on the name of Best? <clears throat> she yes, but that was when she was the artistic director of a ballet company. Because so, I saw her name in yeah, best. best and, and he's watching everything on YouTube. He, We have a smart TV, and he right. learned that to go to you on and YouTube. You he think, spends all day on YouTube <laughs> looking at stuff. Janine, I was best. My, my, my whole dance career was Janine Best. 
Yes. Some people say, how could she be so beautiful? Well, if you saw her father, gorgeous guy, handsome as a leading man, romantic, really dark, handsome. That's why she married this one, because he looks like her father. And <laughs> the dark hair and blue eyes. You're you right. Yeah. The type of your father. But your mother, forget about it. She's still drop dead gorgeous. She is what a knockout. She's about 200 years old, and she's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, she look, no, she looks like a old. tomato. She looks like a young tomato. Your mother's a beautiful woman. If I was straight, I'd date her. <laughs> okay. I really would. All right, I come thought, on. I want to go back. She was so I want to go back. I want to go back. All right. That's it. So first of all, Falling for Christmas, you guys, it was number one on Netflix. I don't know for how long, but for at least over a weekend, because like I kept seeing it there. I've actually watched it twice, so I helped. Um, I watched it once before we knew you were coming on. I watched it again after you were coming on um, just to see it because I really liked it. The characters I thought were great. The guy who plays Lindsay Lohan's boyfriend at the beginning was so irritating. He was great. I mean, he's such a good actor because I know he was well, supposed he was, to be well, irritating. He was directed well. And uh, and he was so irritating. And I love the way the whole thing ended, which we're not going to spoil because no, everybody we're not, can go on no Netflix and watch it. We're not going to say Also, Michael, who, who, who anybody who doesn't know Michael Damien, uh, you know, with also a famous soap opera actor and director and a singer. He has the, the number one hit rock on back from 19, I don't know what year, 89 or something. I'm guessing. Yeah, good, good. You're good. You know your data. 1989. And now he's got a brand new Christmas single that came yes. out. It's called Must Be Christmas. It's part of the Falling for Christmas movie. It's, I'm sure it's available on, I know it's available to stream because I listen to it on Spotify. Can people yeah. download it? Is it on like iTunes and everywhere? Yeah, you can get it anywhere. iTunes, Spotify. We need new Amazon, wherever you like to listen to your music. And it's nice and upbeat. I also And we need new Christmas music. I'm tired of Johnny Mathis singing Jingle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he listens to is Johnny Mathis. And uh, so I also want to say I think the casting was, you know, stellar. Court Overstreet, you know, everybody knows him from Glee. He was for phenomenal in Glee. He's phenomenal in this. And he's also, in his own right, a phenomenal singer. Um, I've actually streamed a lot well, of his the music. Well, the writing was good. You know, sometimes... Did you guys write it? Well, we did. We wrote, you know, we, we did a rewrite on it because when we came on, we kind of fine-tuned it for Lindsay. And also then when you find your locations and all of that. Yeah, so you do a polish You go in it. and do a, a, a director's pass, so. Okay. I forgot what... I'm old. I'm 83. How am I? I'm 82. I forgot how old I am. I'm 82 years old. Uh, as we, as we, I'm old. As we say in, in Genovese, we say Changamba. But uh. <laughs> another, wait, another thing I want to bring out, uh, and it's all like really just to, to, to give you guys props. But okay, so Falling for Christmas, number one on Netflix. Back when High Strong came out, I remember you did all these Twitter things and stuff, and it was a lot of fun. And High Strong was number one on Apple iTunes. I love that movie. Uh, you know, uh, so I like really all your films, it. you know. Yeah. Uh, I do extremely well. Um, and they're a lot of fun. And well, I, no, I, I would well, hang on, let me finish. You're boring. I, I'm not you're boring. boring. I want to like finish. You're you're too you guys, long. no, here's some other movies, you guys, because you said he should make family movies. He's made a ton. Flick a country pride, Marley and me, the puppy years, flick a two, moon dance, moon dance alexander, hot tamale, which I didn't see that one, but James Best is in it. Uh, and then uh, much ado about Christmas, the Christmas Waltz, Crown for Christmas, a Royal Christmas, the Sweeter Side of Light, and a Princess for Christmas, and Love by Design, which I actually like that one because awesome. it was about because I was a clothing designer. But you guys, there's lots of stuff you can see. Go ahead. Oh no, thank you, Jimmy. Man, you you, you now you, we you want to. You know, I was you were mentioning some of the wonderful actors. 
that we've worked with. And thank you for bringing that up because uh, Janine and I love finding talent and, and, and discovering it. And we also uh, made a film way back with the fabulous Sam Hewen when people didn't know who Sam Hewen was. And now Sam is, of course, the star of Outlander. And, He's like uh, such a huge star. I'm not kidding you. When you guys had him in this movie, <clears throat> I had like – 15 people contact me and say, hey, your friend Michael Damien has got Sam Hewen in a movie. Can you like get us, get us autographed pictures? They were asking me all kinds <laughs> of things. I was like, I can't do that. You know, like, sorry, you know, go. <laughs> we had, yeah, Sam was in uh, A Princess for Christmas with Roger Moore. Yeah, with the yes, it was great. We saw it. We saw it. Yeah, we saw it. Now I want to see a movie with Michael Shaven playing the leading man in the film because he comes in the film for two seconds and he's in and out. He jumps in and out. Michael, really, seriously. I didn't see a cameo in I'm speaking, Mola Ducato. I'm speaking. <laughs> oh. No, you didn't do you didn't do a cameo though in Fall. Either one of you, right? I didn't see you unless it happened so fast. Falling for Christmas. Yeah, Michael was in it. I saw Michael. You 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 have to look for him. It's, but... a, it's a it's a don't blink moment. And then Janine's heels are in the movie at the beginning, walking the little dog in the opening. Oh, oh that okay. that I didn't know was her heels, but I saw Michael flashing in and out. Well, Michael, you kind of. <laughs> No, I hope I wasn't flashing. Michael, Michael, the broads the broads still swoon over you. You still are, are a lady killer. Use oh. it before you get to be my age. When you're my age, the dogs don't even like you. They run away from you. So use it. Enjoy your years and, and put it on film. I'm serious. I would like. You know, he's coming back to YNR. He's doing this. Uh, I mean, yes, I just saw it on. I saw it on Twitter, and I saw. I follow soap opera digest, and I saw yeah, everybody tweeting. Not it for a you. soap opera. That to me is not film. I've not been a fan of soap. We know every soap opera guy in the world. Tristan Rogers is our dear friend. Okay, Sean Kanan is our dear friend. You know everybody. We know everybody. I mean, these know. are our buddies that we hang with, and I tell them the same thing. You know what they say? You're right. They all want to get out of soap and do a film because soap they you feel is not acting. You know you about two million fans, so. <laughs> no, no sure. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know because. No, you're right. I love the soap opera, no, so I love them. He doesn't. No, they're stupid and they're poorly you done. There's room for everybody. No, yeah. Look, Sean Kane and Bobby. Soap operas, though. Oh, wait. Sure, sure. Sean Kanan said to me, there was a revision one day we were shooting and they gave him 40 pages to learn in 20 minutes. So I said, you could remember 40 pages. I can't remember two lines in a movie. And, <laughs> and, and he remembers 40 pages. He in said, a day. Yeah. That's, I said, you know, it shows in the acting because you run through. Anyway, Jimmy's producing, Jimmy's producing a lot of movies. And I spoke with Jimmy and I said, we should meet because we're in a film. I have a film shooting in, in outside of Vegas uh, yeah, we're there for 30 for, days at, starting January 10th. So we're going to call you guys and meet you for lunch. Great. And introduce you to somebody whom you may want to work with. Money. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. So we'll have lunch and we'll talk about it. Sounds great. I would love to see you in a film playing a, a whole. You, you're still good. Don't throw yourself away. You're not, he's not he's directing, though. Oh, directing is good, but you know what? It takes No, I would like to see Michael himself in a film. Thank you, Ron. Thank no, you, you know Ron. what I'm saying? I do understand Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll work on that, Ron. Do you like, do you you like being a director? Obviously, you do, because you've directed 20 movies. 
you know, or something. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I love it. I mean, what would, what would what would be better than Michael and Janine together in a movie, as you know, married? Anyway, we'll work on Janine, it. Janine, you can direct me, and, and I'll I'll act as that. I'm I sure. Mean, she, do you want to be Janine? Do you ever do you have a desire to actually like act in any of the movies, or you like to be behind the scenes running it all? No, I like behind the scenes. I I, I love it. For those I mean, of you, you did a great job for a first movie. You really killed I it. I thought so. For for those of you out there that don't know who Janine was before she married Hunky, she was a famous dancer on the the Golden. What are they called? The Gold Girls. Solid Gold. Solid Gold. Not, not, not gold, not the gold she was a not solid the Golden gold Girls. She was a solid gold. If you see her legs, you know why she was a solid gold dancer. She's got legs that go from here to Chicago. They don't quit. Look at those gams. What do you think that wop over there? He saw those legs on that blonde. He went nuts. Right? Right? What did you say? What did you say? Mama Cabela. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Mama Back to what you said, Ron. You know, Janine danced with Michael Jackson, Prince, yeah. Elton John, Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Julio Iglesias, I mean, the list goes on and on. She danced with pretty much every major star through her dance career, and she's an incredible dancer. I don't know, I believe you it totally. You know what, in order for- I was gonna say, I, I danced with Michael You danced with Michael Damien and That was my, the best one. Yeah, yeah. You know what, did you make, is huh? that why you made the dance, like high strung and high strung free dance? Is that like kind of like how, the reason behind it? Because you were like a professional dancer and everything and gave you an opportunity yeah. to make a movie about something you love to do. Yes, absolutely. Well, it was the music, it was the dance aspect for me and the music for Michael. Yes. And we thought, you know, between the two of us, what better thing to do than do it? Um, Our than, two passions and yeah. what we knew. And will there be will there be like a high strong three some some I sort hope of high so. strong three or is that something we're not allowed to know yet or it's something that um, you're going to tease well, us with? I, I mean, to do we're always open. Right. We are always open. Listen, Michael. Right, we're in the middle of a movie right yeah. now, so when that one's done, yeah, then, then we'll look to the future and see what our next project. I've got to tell you this. Right one. I'll help you get money. We we know some low life <laughs> morons that are in the movie business. Okay, they're real degenerates. They look like shit. They dress like crap. They look like homeless people. They don't know anything but drug addict music. And I mentioned to one of them about your film, and the idiot said, yeah, it was high class. I said, absolutely, but what do you think of the violin playing? He said, maybe with some drums it would have been better. But that means that he listened to it, that he had even the IQ for a minute to watch your film. So your film attracts all kinds of people, which is good. From the moron to the educated. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. That's so funny. I, it is true. It is true. I think. I think the movies. You don't okay. target just one audience. You know, if you know that you target one audience, you lost your bucks. You're, you're not going to make any money. Yes, falling for Christmas appeals Christmas, to everybody. Listen, there's not one human on this planet that's not going to relate to that movie. And if they don't relate to it, it's because they're extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> They're from another planet. No, I actually agree. I, I so, so since we've moved, how's your mother, by the way, Janine? How's Coco? <laughs> She's fantastic. She's fantastic. She's actually has lunch for us waiting downstairs. <laughs> we've got to go to eat lunch now. Yeah, five minutes. She's a good mother. So, so I actually yeah. make sure you say hello to Coco for us. Yes, oh, we absolutely. Will. I, I think that everything that you guys so. 
we've lived out in California now for five years. We probably go to three or four premieres a month in, in LA of independent film. And nobody makes an independent film like you guys make. That's an actually a high quality film with an actual story that has a beginning, a middle and an end. And with really great acting and everything really put together, not, you know, for $50 million, you know, I realized, you know, working on a good budget, um, I think you guys have done something, you know, for the movie industry, for indie people to look up to because because we know so many of them and the movies are really terrible. And um, every jerk wants to be um, a producer. You know, and, and nowadays they've got everybody like doing Indiegogo campaigns, paying to play the leading roles. No wonder the movies stink, you know. Um, yeah, what do you think about those morons? <laughs> the, the, the idiots that give you money to be in the film. I think that's disgusting. We discussed this. You know, a lot of actors I know, big actors. I just did this with what's his name? Who we just saw the other day, the other Richard Greco. Richard Greco and I were talking. You know Richard Greco. Yes, of course. Richard, and he agrees with me because he's in a film that was a good film, shot well, and Richard did a good performance of doing nothing. He was like Clint Eastwood. It was a western. It was an excellent film, but then I saw all these stupid people in it that were horrible. I said, "Why did they cast them?" He said, "Because they all put a thousand dollars into the film." Be a, and they a put them in the one woman. And there's like a hundred of them. <laughs> really? And one girl was so moronic. She stood there like she was in high school and delivered her lines that the movie just went like this. Da, da, da. Oh. And and these and the Mall Brothers do wonderful films. I'm 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 very, very a fan of Mall Brothers films, the twins. Mahal Brothers. They like they're actually in Vegas, uh, the Mahal Brothers. Yeah, the Mahal Brothers. And in Brothers. the chat room, they like the, the uh press quote from the moron to the educated. <laughs> no, but I'm happy that your films are funded and that you don't have a bunch of jerks giving money to be in your film. I hope. I'm hope they weren't no, they in don't. Don't feel good. So let's just give a shout out one more time. So you guys, first of all, what is Netflix? I will say that yeah, that's it's, it, it's a <laughs> We don't have to worry about that side of it. Yes, which is great. So you guys follow Janine Damien is on Instagram under Janine Damien. Michael is the real Michael Damien. I think Michael's Twitter is like Michael Damien 1. Is that? Uh, I think so. Michael Damien 1. The name of the movie is Falling for Christmas. Stars Lindsay Lohan, Cord Overstreet, Jack Wagner. And I wrote down George Young too just because his character like upset me so that I loved him. I mean, he was so obnoxious <laughs> that I like loved him. You guys and should have him on the show. He's really great. You should invite him on your show. You know well, we will. All right, we Janine, will. Wait, Janine, how did you get that out of him? What did you do to get that character out of that actor? Well, first of all, he's he's an immense talent, and he brought so much to to the role. Um, he's also the nicest, sweetest person. He's he's really that nice. was true acting. And he yeah. also, I mean, you know, he was just he was just in another um, miniseries on Netflix where he played a really dramatic character. So this was yeah. a little bit out of the box for him. So he was really having a lot of fun with it because it was something different and new. And he's so open and fun. And he wants to play and try. And I think that's the thing is that we just like to to um, create an atmosphere where everybody feels like um, they can have fun and experiment and not and be shine. judged and that they can just do their thing. And that's what he did. Um, and Lindsay, too, I think that, you know, they're really fun together. They had a lot of, of chemistry as well. And their physicality together, I think, was what, what I was that special. So happy. I was so who happy did, wait, to see did, Lindsay. Who did, did you cast the film? Yes. Yeah. I think that see that, that's important. I, I think that wait a minute. A director, if if a director helps cast a film, the director knows what they pick they can work with. 
See that that's very important for a director to cast. Well, I think you guys. I think mm -hmm. really that's one of your strengths is is figuring out how to put together an amazing cast and bringing Lindsay Lohan back. So, Everybody was so happy to see her. Everybody loves Lindsay Lohan. Come on, she's yeah. made some of the biggest movies in history, and um, so we like love that whole thing. So yeah, I, I heard she was tough to work with. Is that true? No, she's great. She's wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. I take your word for it. You know what you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So, okay. So you guys follow Michael and Jean. Check out Falling yes. for Christmas. It's on Netflix. Uh, congratulations on all your success. We only watch the best for you and everything you do. Uh, we think it's wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on and promoting it. And I hope um, have, I hope it continues through the holiday season to stay a, in the have, top have 10 have on Netflix. Have a Merry Christmas. And I want to say one more thing, Michael. I loved your mother. I met her briefly. But she had a pupa una senora. Lovely, lovely woman with that beautiful smile. Absolutely phenomenal. So anyway, enough of this crap. We, I don't dedicated, we dedicated Falling for Christmas to Mom. It's on the screen at the end. Yes, I know. I saw that. Yes, I saw that. We loved that. That was nice. That was and Jack uh, and Jack's wonderful. Jack's wonderful son. Your mother. Your mother liked that when you know they see everything. But anyway, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas so to you and a Happy New Year. And I hope. I'm in this movie, by the way, that we're shooting in in, the, in January. I can't talk about it. No, not yet. Not allowed. I hate that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you we will see you in Vegas. No, we'll I, get in touch. I have a good part. I played the father to a very, very famous actor. He's I, excited. I play his father. Well, I happen to like this actor, so it's going to be fun working with him. All right, so we'll okay. see you guys. Merry Christmas, you guys. I love those two. They're the sweetest people in when the I world. When I say they make the best independent movies in, in Hollywood, too, I'm not sure. Well, joking. you know what? It shows in their work. Nice people make nice movies. I firmly believe that some of these horror movies. These monsters, the people that create these monsters are monsters themselves. That's why their minds work in that area of gruesome no. and ugly and crappy. I want to tell everybody, too, okay, if you're looking for something cool to watch, um, I'm almost finished. I have like 15 minutes left to go, I think, in watching Wednesday, which is not really a kid's show at all, even though it's about Wednesday Adams, who's the kid in the Adams family. It is so amazing. Uh, uh, it, it starts out hilarious. Um, everybody should watch it. It's super, super fun to watch. Cindy, Cindy Lady Lake, we're so happy that you're back and that you're all cleaned up from the hurricane. And uh, Dawn, I hope your health stuff is all working out. Diane, we want to thank you, especially for introducing to Bobby Marno, our first guest, and just for being our friend because we love you to death. We think you're fabulous. Um, next week, you guys, we're going to have, uh, I don't know who our second guest is yet, but we're going to have Emblem 3 on. Uh, they were uh, one, one they, I think they came in second place on the X Factor. They're kind of like a pop boy band, um, grown up now, and they're phenomenal. It's one of my favorite like music groups, so I'm super excited that they're coming on. And we'll have another great guest for you also coming on soon. Um, what else do we want to tell people? We've got like two minutes. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Instagram, I'm Jimmy Star. And uh, TikTok, I'm Jimmy Star Official. And um, you guys are going to love Emblem 3, I think. I think you guys will like them. They're three really good-looking guys, like, in their late 20s. And uh, uh, and the music's really, really good. Um, we want to thank B. Claudia, because every week she makes great graphics. Yeah, thank you for the Tyrone Power movie. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, B, you're on top of it. So thank you so much. We're sorry that we uh, had this weird, like, Facebook Facebook thing and, and YouTube thing, but we're happy that everybody, like, made it. 
And uh, and we hope you had fun with this show because we certainly did. And uh, also, I'm funding um, like nine different films right now. So anybody listening, if you're interested in being an investor in a movie, all the movies are always successful. Uh, you can contact me on on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere, or just email jimmystarcontact at gmail.com. And um, oh, she said, thank you. Diane says, love you guys. Diane, we're going to see you next weekend at, at Zach and Zuck's party for Christmas. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. And we have like one minute left. Follow Ron. He's Ron Russell Show um, on Twitter and you can follow Instagram. Me? Yeah. I don't know. You could, I could be followed. Yeah, you can be followed. I, I never do that stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my, my, my computer comes up with uh, 3,000 people are doing this. And I say, who the hell are they? Oh, also, if you guys need PR, my company with Eileen Shapiro, World Star PR, we got named Best Entertainment Publicist in the U.S. So if you need publicity for a film, a movie, a television show, music, book, anything that you need, you know, you can hit us up and we do a great job. Thanks, B. B's one in there. B's saying mention all these things. <laughs> and I, all right. And it's the first time I'm in a movie where I play a, a no, I play a, I played a husband. Now I play a father. So I'm not playing cops or, or mafia guys for a while. That's refreshing. I'm playing like regular people. So that's it, everybody. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Juan, thank you so much. We want to thank our guests yes. for coming on today. Thank all of you guys in the chat room, and we'll see you guys next week. Next have a great week. weekend. Bye. Bye, everybody. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.